Morning by morning, I wake up to find the power and comfort of God's hand in mine. Season by season, I watch Him amazed in all of the mystery of His perfect ways. All I have need of, His hand will provide. He's always been faithful to me. I can't remember a trial or a pain. He did not recycle to bring me gain. I can't remember one single regret in serving God only and trusting His hand. All I have need of His hand will provide. He's always been faithful to me. This is my anthem and this is my song. The theme of the stories I've heard for so long. My God has been faithful. He will be again. His loving compassion, it knows no end. All I have need of, His hand will provide. He's always been faithful to me. He's always been faithful to me. Just what I do. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't have to debate it. Don't have to say, well, I don't know what we're going to do tonight or this morning or whenever. We just say, hey, it's today's church. You got your Bible. I I won't be, I don't have any notes tonight. We're going to be in the book of Luke and God that would be about something. We're going to be in chapter 8. There's a chapter in your Bible, this chapter, amen, uh, hallelujah, he cast out demons. Everybody all right? He preaches, he preaches one of the, one, a great sermon, amen, a great message, amen, about the sower. Amen, I'm talking about Jesus. Everybody all right? Amen. Uh, uh, boy, I tell you what, he, he cast the, the, the demons into swine. Somebody say amen. It, he calms the stormy sea and the raging waves and the winds. 
He raises somebody from the dead. I, I mean, boy, Jesus just does so much in this chapter. Amen. And, and in chapter number eight, we're going to start reading. I don't know how far we're going to get. I wanted to get us to a certain place. I know I won't. Amen. Might be doing some teaching tonight. Amen. But I want you to understand this chapter right here, man, it is just packed full of everything. I mean, you can read this chapter. Uh, Brother Eric, you can preach on this chapter every day for the rest of your life and not get everything out of this chapter. Chapter number eight in the book of St. Luke. Amen. You wouldn't get everything preached out of it until you died. Amen. It's just got that much in it. I'm just telling you. I mean, boy, we start out in verse number one, and it says, and I really thought I'd be somewhere else over there in the chapter, but he said that he wants me to just start here. We may be in this chapter, amen, uh, one night. We may be in it for a while. I'm just going to obey the Lord on it. Amen. I was down here praying, and boy, he opened my Bible up to this chapter. I, I preached probably on all of the different things in there, or I've taught on them, or I know I've read them, and I've meditated on them many, many times. Hey, but I'm telling you what, it's still good. It's still in there. Hey, and what he done in this chapter right here, he can still do it today. Somebody say amen. He can still cast demons out. He can still, hey, he can still raise the dead. He can still calm the storms and the raging waves in your life. Somebody say amen. Hey, he can still raise the dead tonight. That's right. He can still heal the sick. He can still bind up the broken. Oh, yes. He's still God, friend. Hey, he's still God. He's still on the throne. Hey, this world, this world's not going to vote him out. Somebody say amen. And the devil ain't going to dethrone him. That's right. So in St. Luke chapter number 8, and I, I want to read uh, verse number 1 saying, It came to pass afterward that he went throughout every city and village preaching and shewing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. Hey, it was a good day when you got when you got in the family of God. Somebody say amen. I mean, some of y'all forgot the shape you're in. Some of us, some of us hadn't forgot it, but some have. Amen. It was a good day when I met the Lord. I'll just talk about me. It was a good day. It was a good day, Miss Judy. Amen. When this old boy right here, hey, when he got under conviction and realized he's a sinner on his way to hell and he called out on Jesus Christ and he changed my life, it was a good day in my life. Amen. It was a glad day. Hey, I tell you what, I came down to the altar broken and sorry. Amen. And I'll be honest, I was scared that day. I didn't want to die and go to hell. Amen. I was crying like a baby. But buddy, Jesus came in and he changed my life. That was a good day. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? The day you met him was a good day. The day he came, the day the Holy Ghost dealt with your heart, amen, and, and told you you was lost and in your sin and you yielded to the power of God, that was a good day for you. Amen. Don't you ever get over it. Don't let nobody tell you it's mediocre. Don't let nobody tell you it wasn't nothing to it. I don't care how deep you was in sin. I don't care how deep you wasn't in sin. You might have just been a child, 10 years old, 9 years old, and you met God. That was a good day. You no longer had to worry about hell. Amen. You didn't have to worry about getting out in the world and getting all scarred up and sinned up and eat up by the devils. Everybody all right? It's a good day. He was out there. He was out there shooing them the glad tidings of the kingdom of God and the 
Twelve were with him. I mean, some of his closest friends was around him. Right? Ain't that right? The twelve were with him. Amen? And certain women. Well, listen to this. Listen to this. And certain women which had been healed of what? Evil spirits. Evil spirits. And you realize this today, there's still evil spirits in this world. There's still demons. Amen, there's unclean spirits. People are full of them. Somebody say amen. Well, they, 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 they try to medicate a lot of it. And I understand there's a lot of sicknesses, and I'm not throwing off on that. And some children ha- are born with things, and I'm not throwing off on that. I'm not saying that. But I'm telling you, there's people out there. You hear me? I'm talking about grown folk. Hey, men's got demons in them, got devils in them, got, got unclean spirits in them. Is everybody all right? And they're trying to medicate it out of them. Ain't no medicine going to get it out of them. Only thing's ever going to get rid of an unclean spirit, amen, is preaching. Somebody say amen, and the power of God come down, hey, and cast them out. Somebody say amen right there. And I'm going to tell you, same God. Same God. That's right. And so he said, and certain women which had been healed, amen, he's still a healing God. He's still a healing God, not just of disease, but of unclean, evil spirits. What America needs is a good dose of the Holy Ghost. Is everybody all right? But they need to hear about Jesus. They need to hear about the blood. They need to hear about the cross. They need to hear there's a God in heaven, amen, who loved them and who sent his son to die for them, that if they would just call out on Jesus, he'd save them. He'd give them peace that passes all understanding. He'd give them joy unspeakable and full of glory. They need to hear about this man that I met on December the 17th, 1989, when he changed my life, John. They need to hear about the man, amen, that, that gives me a peace and joy and love. Amen, they need to hear about the man, amen, that I can talk to, amen, I can get in touch with, and I he just moves in and takes over the sin. Glory to God, the situation. They need to hear about this man named Jesus. Yeah, man, that's the only thing that's going to change it. The only thing that's going to change it. Amen, preachers done quit preaching. Is everybody all right? Preachers done quit. I'm just teaching tonight. Is everybody okay? Amen. Ain't that right? That, that, uh, Brother Andrew said the other day, we live when we got, got something to eat. He said, I'm telling you. He said, your daughter testified. He said, she testifies better than some preachers I know. Is everybody all right? I said, man, you ought to hear when she really gets wound up. Is everybody okay? You ought to hear some of these women around here when they stand up and start talking about what God done for them. Amen goes out there. These women around here had some evil spirits cast out of them. They were healed. Don't be ashamed of your testimony. Even though we're going this way, I ain't taking none of it back. He said in verse 2, And certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, listen to this, out of whom went, what's that say? Seven devils. Is everybody all right? Amen. And we know when we get over here, this man named Legion, he's in this chapter. This lady here, this, this sister here, Mary Magdalene, who had seven devils in her that Jesus cast out. Is everybody all right? 
Amen. Pugles. Out of whom went seven devils in verse 3, and Joanna, the wife of Chuzza, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others which ministered unto him of their substance. Ladies, you have a place in the kingdom of God. Amen. You have, you have, a, you have a place in the church. Is everybody okay? I know there, that there's certain things you might not can do simply because the Word of God says, Amen. We know ladies can't preach, but well, they sure testify good. Is everybody all right? They can sing, they can shout, they can cry, they can worship God. Is everybody okay? Amen. They can minister to the church. They can minister to the children. They can minister to the, to the deacons. They can help uh, do things in the kingdom of God. So don't ever think you can't, because you can. Amen. Don't be ashamed of what God's done for you. Amen. Don't feel like you're a second-class citizen because you're not. We ain't Muslims. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? That's right. I said it. Amen. Hallelujah. Ain't got to run around all covered up. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? I wouldn't go to church. They just, you know, they just got everything bound down. Yeah, but you could be a Muslim. Is everybody all right? Huh? In 95 degree weather. I'm going to talk to me now. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Covered, covered in a quilt from head to toe. Hey, man, can't see nothing but your eyes. Is everybody all right? Y'all thank God you're an independent fundamental Baptist. Hey, man, right there. Hallelujah. I don't know how we got off on that. But here's these women. They, they minister to Jesus. And now listen to this. And he says this. And when much people were gathered, Sounds, I wonder, wonder how many is much. Probably a lot. You reckon? Yeah, get on down and he calls it a multitude. Wonder how many that is. That's probably a bunch. We done, went, we done got a lot and a bunch. <laughs> is everybody all right? Amen. We got much and a multitude. Amen. But folks just started gathering up around him. I mean, he was performing miracles in throughout this chapter. And his, his name was being spread abroad without the internet. Is everybody all right? Amen. God can draw them. That's right. Amen. God can draw them. Amen. They come looking for something from Jesus. Amen. And, they, and, they, and not only were they looking, amen, but they were there and Jesus began to preach to them. And we, we call them parables here to listen to this. He said in verse number four, and when much people were gathered together and were come to him out of every city, he spake by a parable. Jesus opened his mouth. Everybody, wouldn't you like to have been there? Wouldn't you like to have heard the Lord Jesus, amen, stand up, amen, and start proclaiming the gospel? Amen, what was he doing? He's talking about his life, amen. He is the gospel. That's right, he's the good news, Amen. It's a good day when I met him. Good day when you got saved. Good day when he came to where you was at. Amen. Bound in your sin on your way to hell and changed your life forever. That was a good day in your life. And listen what happened in verse number five. A sower. This is Jesus. This is red letter edition right here. Is everybody all right? Red letter in your Bible. That means Jesus is speaking. That means we ought to pay close attention said, a sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. And it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured. 
Amen. And we know, amen, he's going to explain all this in just a few minutes. Amen. But he's, he's telling them. He's telling them. Amen. And well, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Let me read on. Verse number six. And some fell upon a rock, and as soon as it sprang up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some, verse 7, fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. And other fell on good ground and sprang up and bare fruit an hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, listen, he cried, he that has ears. That means he got loud. Is everybody all right? That means he got a little bit excited. He that has ears. Let him hear. Let him hear. He that has ears, let him hear. Amen. Over in Revelation, I believe it's chapter 2, where he starts to talking to the church. He said, he that hath an ear, hear what the Spirit saith to the church. Amen. Are you listening for the Spirit of God to speak to you? Do you have an ear tonight? Amen. To hear the voice of God and to hear the word of God. He that hath an ear, let him hear. Is everybody all right? Amen. If you have an ear, hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. That's what he said in Revelation. If a man have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He's trying to talk to the church in these last days. Amen. It's up to the church to talk to the world. Is everybody all right? We got to hear what he's saying. What do we got to do? We got to drown out the noise of the world. Is everybody all right? We're too wrapped up in what the world's got to say. Jesus said, he that hath an ear, he cried. He cried. He that hath an ear, let him hear. He that hath an ears to hear, let him hear. And his disciples asked him, verse 9, saying, what might this parable be? And he said, unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. But to others in parables, the, that seeing they might not see and hearing they might not understand. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. He called me to preach the word of God. He called me to sow his seed. Amen, if you've been called to preach, you're, you're a seed sower. Your job, your number one job in this life, amen, is to spread the word of God. Amen, uh, tell the word of God, tell somebody, amen, about the, about the blood of Jesus Christ, how it can wash away their sin. Tell somebody, amen, about the good news of the day you met the Lord, amen, and he saved you out of your sin. Tell somebody of what Jesus done for you and tell them what he can do for them. Tell somebody something about the Lord. That's the word of God. Amen, you're a sower. It's time that we sow the seed and the seed is the word of God. Is everybody all right? Don't be ashamed of it. Don't be afraid of it. I got to hurry along. It said in verse 12, those by the wayside are they that hear then cometh the devil 
y'all hear that? Jesus talked about the devil. That lets me know one thing. God who cannot lie, right? There's got to be a devil. Is everybody okay? There's an old slew foot. Oh, oh, Satan. Amen. He's the devil. He's the deceiver. Amen. Jesus said, the devil cometh. Those by the wayside are those. They that hear, then cometh the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. Amen. Don't stop sowing. Don't stop sowing, child of God. Somebody said, well, I'm not a preacher. That's all right. You can still tell what he's done for you. You can still tell somebody, amen, somebody that might have known you before. How many of you had heard testify of different ones? They said, well, I knew that one before. And if you'd have known them before, you wouldn't expect to see them sitting on a church pew. How many times have we heard somebody testify about somebody like that? Amen, right there. I'm telling you right now, boy, my family never would have thought I'd be standing up preaching the Word of God. And now they, and now they can't stand to be around me. Amen. We, we go to a Christmas dinner sometimes. Amen. When they have it to where I can go, they like to plan it when I can't get there. Is everybody all right? Expect me to break plans with the church. But then, anyway, let me move on. Last time I was there, I started telling them about hell. I started telling them about how, what God done for me. Somebody asked me to stand up and say something. I said, okay. You asked for it. Is everybody all right? Amen. Then they started calling me, oh, what, what, what days you got available? I'd tell them, oh, we, no, sorry. We ain't having it that day. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. But anyhow, let me move on. Tell them what he's done for you. They need to hear it. They, somebody said, well, they'll shut me down. That's all right. Let them. You'll go, to, you'll go to your grave with clean hands and a pure heart, amen, and a mind of peace, knowing that you tried to share the gospel with them. Amen. If they reject it, they're not rejecting you. You remember this. They're rejecting the one that sent you. They're rejecting the one that, that called us. They're rejecting the one that saved us. They're rejecting him, not us. Is everybody all right? When you're testifying, when you're talking to somebody out yonder, you may not even know who they are. Amen. And God just puts them in your path, and you begin to tell them about the Lord. Amen. They, I, 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 I find sometimes they listen more than others, and sometimes they say, I don't want to hear it. That's okay. They're not rejecting me. They're rejecting him. But listen to this now. That they might be saved, believe and be saved. In verse 13, they on the rock are they which when they hear Receive the word with joy, and these have no, no root, which for a while believe, and in time of temptation fall away. And that which fell among thorns are they which, when they have heard, go forth and are choked with the cares and riches and pleasures of this life, and bring no fruit to perfection. But that on the good ground are they which, in an honest and a good heart, Having heard the word, keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. It's going to take patience with some folks. Amen. Things don't always happen like we want to, quick as we want to. Sometimes we've just got to wait. And I'm just going to have to, the Lord said, move along. We read on down. Amen. 
We hear the tale about lighting the candle and not hiding it. That's our testimony. We don't need to hide our testimony. Amen. When God has saved us and that light has moved in, we need to share it. We need to share it with the world. This, this, this word right here, we need to share with everybody. Amen. And then he goes on and he gets on the boat with them and we know that he goes to sleep, but he, comes, he, come, he wakes them up and he comes out there and he calms the storm. And he calms the raging waves. And he can do that in, in, in our lives. Even today, he's still the same. Amen. And even though he can, he can still do it out on the natural sea, but in the sea of life, in the, in the, in the, in the waves that, that, that crash upon us in our life and hinder us and try to knock us off course, the, the relationships that may come our way and try to drag us out of the way, Amen, those waves, those raging waves and those, those influences in our life that try to pull us down and pull us out. I'm telling you, God, amen, he can still calm them in our life. He's the same. He's not changed. Not one bit. He can still do it. Amen. And we go on down and we read about the devils that we cast into the swine. Amen, when he goes to the land of the Gadareans. They come out, they find this man clothed, sitting at the feet of Jesus in his right mind. He cast the swine into the hog, or, or, the, or the demons into the hogs, into the swine, and they run out and they choke themselves. Hey, man, I'm telling you, he can still do that today. Still has that power. And all the multitude is there. And then he's going down through there, Brother Tiny, and, 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 and a man comes and says, I need you to come and, and heal my daughter. She's sick, but really she's dead. She's dead. Amen, Jairus' daughter, she's dead. And Jesus goes off and he, and he heals her. He, he, he raises her from the dead. And on his way, the crowds all around him, the multitudes there, the bunch, I mean, they have flocked him. Amen. And they flocked to him. Amen. And, and, and they're just all over him, reaching out. Brushing up against him. Amen. Thronging him. Thronging him. Pressing up against him. I mean, man, they're everywhere. All these people trying to see him. All these people trying to reach out to him. Trying to, trying to get a hold of him. Amen. I mean, they're just running up and they're putting their hands on him. And all these different things they're doing. But there's only one. There's only one that touched Jesus that day. He healed. He cast out demons. People were trying their best to get a hold of him. He was performing miracles in people's lives. And everybody wanted him to touch them. But there was one that day, Brother Larry, that touched him. There was a lady who had an issue of blood, the Bible says. It's in that chapter. As he's going to raise that little dead girl, amen, they don't know that, that she's dead yet, but Jesus does. And as they're going, all of a sudden there's a lady. Bible said, you find it in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, Bible said that she had spent all she had, she was broke, busted. 
She tried the things of the world, the, the physicians of the world, every physician. She was nothing better. You can try every program. You can try everything this world's got to offer to try to find peace and security in your life. And it'll, it'll, it'll leave you. It'll let you down. And she said, Brother Larry, in herself, Bible says she heard of Jesus. Somebody, somebody told her about this man named Jesus. Is everybody all right? Brother Darrell, somebody, somewhere, she heard of him. <coughs> and as the people are all around him, thronging him, touching or putting their hands on him, she says, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I know I'd be whole. And as Jesus is moving along and he's performing miracles, the Bible says she come down behind him in the press. And there's one thing I know about a hymn. Amen. Back then, when, they, when Jesus had that robe on, it went all the way down to his ankles. That's where the robe ended. And there's one thing I know, and I don't know a whole lot about sewing nothing. Amen. But that thing was seamless from what I gathered, that robe that he wore. And on the bottom, there was a little hem that went all the way around it. So the, so the end wouldn't be frayed. One thing I know, if I'm going to touch the hem of his garment, I'm going to have to get down on my knees. If I'm going to touch the hem of that garment right there, I'm going to have to get down as low as I can get to the ground, amen, on my face. Somebody say amen. She came in behind them. She, came, she wasn't trying to get out in front of nobody. She just come up behind Jesus on her face, crawling, maybe had to get down on her belly, amen, and come through the crowd and push her way through. And she reached out, Miss Shelley, and touched the hem of his garment. And Jesus stopped. There was one person in that crowd that touched him. Read it. You know what he said? He stopped and he turned and he said, Who touched me? That's what Jesus said. Somebody got his attention. Somebody touched Jesus that day and it was only one but there was a multitude over there trying. There was a multitude reaching out to him, but one person touched him. Somebody humbled himself enough, amen, not to worry about what the crowd thought, not to do it the crowd's way. They got down on their belly. I could just see her reaching out as far as she could. And buddy, she got his attention that day. She stopped the Lord in his tracks. He said, who touched me? And you know what their response was? Lord, 
It's all these people thronging you. What he's saying is, God, Lord, you see all these people got their hands on you and you want me to tell you who's got, everybody's touching you. He said, oh, no. Now, I'm just, I'm telling you Tracy Puckett's version. Oh, no. Ain't but one person touched me here today. The Bible says, Mark, and knowing what was done, she knew the day, friend, that you touched the Lord and you stopped him and you get his attention, you will know. Are you that one? Are you that one? And says, I'm going to do what I, whatever it takes, whatever I have to do to touch him. We ask him, we ask him over and over, and I'm guilty. Lord, touch me. Lord, I need a touch. Has anybody ever prayed that? Has anybody ever prayed, oh God, just give me a touch? Lord, I need a touch. Lord, I'm struggling. I'm going, Lord, I'm battling. I need a touch. Wonder. I wonder what might happen if you say, oh God, I want to touch you. Lord, I want to touch you. Lord, I want to reach out. Lord, I want to get in a place, in a place in my life, in a position where I can reach out and touch you. Amen, you've touched me so many times. You've done so much for me, Lord. God, I just want to reach out and touch you. Somebody will say amen. Amen. I want to be that one tonight. Amen. In a crowd, in a multitude. Amen. When everybody's going through the motions. Hey, I want to be the one that the Lord knows. Hey, who touched me? Somebody touched me. He said, I felt, he said, no, no, you don't understand, Peter. Virtue left me. What is that? I looked that up. Amen. It means power. It means power. Power left the Lord, amen, and went to her. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? Amen right there. Some power, amen, left the Lord, amen, from his body to her body. Why? Not because he reached down and touched her. He could have done it, but it was because she touched him. She was the only one that made him stop saying, hey, you touched me. In that whole chapter. And all the miracles, everything he does, amen, he's moving right along, he's going right along, amen, but buddy, when she reached out, amen, and touched the hem of his garment, she got his attention, and he said, hey, who touched me? I'm sure he probably knew, because he's God. But he wants us to see, it ain't everybody I'm not saying he ain't going to do a miracle in your life. He won't touch you. What I am saying is only one touched him. Let's read a little bit of that. Verse 41. And behold, there came a man named Jairus. And he was a ruler of the synagogue. And he fell down at Jesus' feet and besought him that he would come into his house. For he had one only daughter, about 12 years of age, and she lay a dying. But as he went 
the people thronged him. They're, they're, they're thronging. They're, they're, that, that means they're, 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 they're pressing up against him. Amen. They're, they're all around him. And they're reaching out for him. And their hands are, are laying on him. And all that didn't bother him. And a woman, verse 43, having an issue of blood, 12 years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind him. You've got to read all of them. You'll find out, buddy, she came just for the hem of the garment. Now listen to this. Came behind him and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood was stenched. That means it stopped, it dried up. She was healed. And Jesus said, verse 45, these words, who touched me? Only one I read about where he stopped and says, who touched me? Out of everybody there, somebody got his attention. Really got a hold of him. Amen. Amen. Are you that one? Would you, would you be that one that would reach out and touch the Lord? Would you be that one that would reach out and touch the Lord for somebody else? To where God, would, the Lord Jesus would stop and say, hey, who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude thronged thee and pressed thee, and thou sayest, who touched me? I mean, I could just hear it in their voice. Can't y'all? Lord, you see all these people around you putting their hands on you, and you, you say, who touched me, Lord? Why, everybody's touching you. He said, oh, no, no. Verse 46, Jesus says, Somebody hath touched me. For I perceive that virtue has gone out of her. Power. Healing power. Miracle power. The kind of power this world ain't got. Amen. Somebody touched the Lord. Everybody all right? Amen tonight. God help me. touch him for somebody. I want to touch him for me. I want to touch him for somebody else. Is everybody okay? To do that, you're going to have to go maybe a little different route than the rest of them. You're going to have to get a little lower than everybody else. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? You're going to have to, you're going to, have to try hard. You're going to have to press on. You're going to have to press on. The Bible says she come up and press. You're going to have to press on. You're going to have to press on. Hey, man, when the, whenever you're tired and you're worn out and you say, well, I might as well quit, you're going to have to press on. If you're going to touch him, you're going to have to break through. Everybody, mm. 
Everybody all right? You're going to have to break through if you're going to touch him. Amen? You ain't going to touch him giving up on him and giving up on all the obstacles in your way uh, throwing your hands up and quitting because it's too hard because you got to get too low and you might have to get a little dirty. Amen? You might have to cry a little bit and you might have to weep a little bit. Amen? But you're going to have to press on. Amen? If you're going to touch him. Only one touched him. Wow. Only one made him go, you touched me. Everybody okay? God help us tonight to be that one. God help us to touch him for somebody else and for our families for our nation. Everybody okay? Amen. That's when power really comes. All that other stuff he was doing. He never one time said, hey, virtue left me. All them people running to him said, do this for me, and he was doing it, do this, and he was doing it. But when she touched him, he felt the virtue leave. Amen. Tonight, somebody make your way to the piano. I thought we'd be there. I thought we'd be all out, but that's what the Lord said tonight. Only one touched him. He goes on, and you know what he does? He goes to Jairus' house. While somebody come and told him, hey, don't even bother. She's dead. He said, don't pay them no mind. He gets over there, and they, they said, oh, you're too late. She's dead. He said, no, don't worry. The damsel's not dead. She's sleeping. They laugh at him. Leave where it go. And you know what he done? He raised her from the dead. He can still do that. He can still do everything he's ever done. I think we don't see a lot of what he does now because there just ain't very many people touching him. Everybody all right? Just ain't very many folk anymore. Concerned enough to touch him. Everybody okay? God help us to reach out and touch him. Wasn't what you wanted tonight, was it, though? But we got it. So tonight, amen, won't you stand to your feet? The Lord spoke to you, would you come?